0: Hello, footy fans, and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penklis, and joining me with a Jerome Luai-inspired haircut, a little top knot, some tails at the back for me to pull, Michael Corbin.
1: Don't tackle me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Emmanuel, we are here for another episode. And two weeks ago, the title of our podcast was Seriously, How Good Is Rugby League? Yep, and since then, how bad are did we? we jinx it? <laughs> I think we jinxed a it, little Mark. bit, a little bit, and and it's on brand for us because yeah. last week we said that I think we've ridden off were, Canberra. We've we've the praised Melbourne were the Melbourne. team up, Manly were the team down, and criticized then Manly, each other and
0: praised the Roosters. Was are really all over the place? Yeah, the
1: of kind sport. of a kind of cursing everything. If
0: you're looking for a professional podcast, look this elsewhere. Is, <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm talking about just the inconsistencies in reffing. We've got another crackdown. The NRL will not call it a crackdown, but it is a crackdown. Yep. We've had more sin bins this uh, through seven rounds of football than any other time in rugby league history. I think we're close to like 45, 50 sin bins in seven rounds. Yeah, That's too many. Yeah, Way, way too many and a lot of it is to do with one high contact and that one those ones sometimes they're reactionary to you know injuries and yep. people staying down yep uh the new ones now the hip drop obviously and they just seem to be if if you fall on the back of a player's legs now you're done no matter how incidental how accidental n- no matter what the situation I'm talking about Nat Butcher, Trent Liero. Some of these ones, they just seem to be wanting to give away the penalty. Nitpicking. Nitpicking. And Billy Slater on the Sunday footy show pulled out 12 hip drops that went unnoticed. Yep. How can someone whose job is not to do that go through game footage and find 12 and the match review committee can't find anything wrong with these? like what is the match review committee doing what are they doing
0: Colin tungi is out for 6 to 8 weeks after a hip drop tackle mike there how many hair pulls happen in a game there was but, one in the roosters but, you know, game saying, yeah I, I know i know but it's but that referee in that game he was incredibly reactionary because penrith actually challenged a penalty
1: yeah, they, I've I've never seen a challenge lead to a player coming who was seen being come back onto the yeah. field. That I've is, seen it the
0: other way. We saw it with, Sebo did it the other way yeah, last week. Yeah, not, but not
1: changing the decision to bring a player back on. And the Trent Liero incidents, for example, they were going to send Harry Grant to the bin. Yeah. He challenged it because they they thought that Harry Grant had come over to the top and knocked whoever's head it was off. It was actually Trent Liero pulling the player down from behind, but he didn't land on his legs. So now you just can't if you, you, you just can't pull players down from behind anymore. It's getting harder and harder and harder and harder to defend in this game. Like the Nat Butcher incident, for example, what's he supposed to do there? Just fall off the tackle. He's gone over the shoulder to try and bring down Nikoro, who's pushed him off. He's fallen over his back and landed on the back of his legs. Right? This is five metres out from the line. What's Nat Butcher supposed to do? Just fall off and just not not try and attempt to tackle?
0: Apparently. I Look, I agree. Some are nitpicky. I don't mind the use of the sin bin more, but for actual things that are going punished, I I don't care. Teams play better when there's 12 off anyway, when there's 12 on the field.
1: This is the other thing, though. I think that the sin bin this year has been way more advantageous for the teams who have the 13 players on the field because... Teams are now you you know there was a rule brought in at the start of a season where you had to be both feet behind the referee when you're defending. Yeah. It's basically bought players an extra one to two meters was back. No
0: rule announced? Do we miss that rule? No,
1: it was it was very under the radar. It was very it was one of those little minor rule changes that they've made, and it's just it's pushing the defenders back even further. So these players get more of a run up, and it makes it harder to tackle them.
0: Can I make an extension on the bad? Yes. Uh, As a general sort of, as a game, the bad and the reason where we're in this sin bin hip drop shit house right now is literally because there's one bad tackle and someone somewhere writes a newspaper article on it and someone somewhere appears on television to talk about that newspaper article and suddenly it's the top story on every podcast like ours and suddenly... It's all over the game, right? It's optics. It is all optics, but I hate this. Okay, and I. But this doesn't extend to tackling Mike because the other one that's bad and the the thing that's bad is this weekend we had, and I know we've spoken about this before, we've spoken about Golden Point again, okay? And now there is a genuine conversation about changing the point system, okay? Uh, But it's only happening this week because people think Like, it comes up all the time. Should Golden Point exist? How do we fix it? But there's a genuine mood this week because Newcastle were remotely competitive in that game and because it's Newcastle and people feel sorry for Newcastle. And no one thought they would be competitive. And no one thought they would be competitive against Penrith. It's Campus Conversation Point. No. Now, Newcastle drew with Manly a couple of weeks ago and that was after 90 minutes and no one said, oh, Golden Point should not exist and we should have had the draw at 80 minutes. No. Manly lost to Souths in Golden Point the week before that. Okay, I don't recall the conversation coming up then.
1: Mitchell Moses won in golden point against Parramatta. Yeah, no uh, one against, said against no, one no one said no one Penrith said no, no we should a go- point. Exactly.
0: I, I it just annoys me. It yeah. annoys me so much that one thing happens and suddenly we're talking about it and the narrative becomes this person was so hard done by. This is a huge problem. Like, just leave it. Yeah. Scrap it or. Or leave it. It doesn't need. Not everything needs to be tweaked. Not right. everything needs to be changed. Not everything. Why is it that every year we're we're changing rules and, and bringing in uh, new decisions? Like, what was the te- what produced the decision for the players now to have both feet behind the referee? No idea. Where, where, is it's, there it's, data behind it? it no, like no the not.
1: Actually, the data should be the other way. The players should be getting closer to the play of the ball, closer to the play the ball, because you know then there's less impact on tackling.
0: Every year there's a change in rule. Every year there's something brought in. And I want to I want to know like why firstly. But is are we pretty much saying that every year that we've had so far that the product was not good enough? I get reinventing and and you know the game changes and the players adapt, but but was the product not good enough in 2013, okay? Or the product not good enough in 2010 or the product not good enough in 2005 when the Tigers were so creative and found all this space and threw the ball around and did all these things have we are we just shunning this and I, and I understand big decisions in rugby league I understand sort of you know increasing the tackle count from four tackles to six tackles uh, I understand you know extending the the defensive line from five yards to five meters. Things like that, I get increasing the number of points for tri- tries. But why is it every year fans who have just adjusted to what's happened the year before are faced with the NRL's brought in this new rule this year?
1: And the other thing is, every, and I, I think I said this last week every single rule that has been brought in has been to help the attack, right? But we keep on seeing these big blowout score line. Like last year, there were so many big blowout scorelines. The year before, there were so many big blowout score lines. Surely you'd want to help the defence. But they're making it harder and harder and harder every single year. And it's just impossible. It's impossible to tackle these games. Though and you ask ninety five percent of fans, they would much rather see a ten to eight grinded out brutal battle yep. than a 45, 46 to forty score line or whatever. Thirty six to thirty score line.
0: The purists, Mike. The purists. That's what they want. Give them that. Give them all the attempts at attack and, and all the all the moves you can, but falling just short. It's because the it makes attrition. a good highlight reel. That's, That's why, why Origin's so good, though, because yes. you get the 8-6 line. Exactly. Exactly. It's frustrating. I'm frustrated. Why do we have to tell them? <laughs> why, why don't they know?
1: There are people telling them. Aren't they fans of this there game? There are people telling them. They're trying to silence those people who are telling them. Don't
0: they like it? do <laughs> they like rugby league? Do they know how good it is? It's so good. It's the best. Yeah. All right. The good. The good. The amazing. Last year,
1: around this time, I said that we could be watching the greatest rugby league player of all time play yep. football. That was Nathan Cleary. And nothing that he has done this year has dissuaded me from that opinion. He is perfect in almost every facet of the game. He's a great defender, knows when to take the line on. His kicking game is better than almost every single person in the NRL. It's all round. It's perfect. Goal kicking above 80%. Clutch as anything. We've seen it this year. He's hit two game-winning field goals already. And like you just back him to make it. Yeah, he shanked one on the weekend. I was shocked, <laughs> genuinely shocked. He's human. He is human, but he's incredible. There's yeah. nothing he can't do in this game. He yeah. is so so good. Yeah,
0: no, it, he he really is. He really is. For me, club football, no question. I I want to see, I want to see him be sort of produced a Nathan Cleary era of the Andrew Johns kind of era for the Blues. That's what I want to see. Yeah, he had Game want to 2 see, last year. Yeah, he did.
1: He had Game 2 last year. We need to see more, though.
0: Yeah, I, I want to I want to see, like, three consecutive series with him at the helm. Yeah. That, that for me, will be the... And he has a, a great team to help him do it, like an incredible squad of, of talent. Yeah. But I think, for me, that is, like, the next big thing to get him sort of to that next level of football. Yeah.
1: He's he's twenty five years old. He's already got two premierships under his belt, three grand finalists. Clive Churchill, uh, I think he'll get very close to winning the Dally M this year. Yeah. He's currently sitting equal second. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This guy's, this guy's the sky's the sky's a limit. He's he, like he'll he'll break Cameron Smith's all-time points scoring record unless he gets some tragic injury, which I pray to God doesn't happen. Yeah. And as long as he's on eighteen, that team will be competitive. Nico, yeah, another carved you up. He's a bit, a bit different to Nathan. A better ball runner, probably not as like he's kicking. Bit game more out. flair. Yeah, I he's think. just it. It it seems effortless for him. What the way he moves and like he's a natural runner of the ball. You got to remember, he's only had one year, one full year at halfback.
0: Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it?
1: Won the Dalie M by a landslide, and carved us up again. Carved us up on the weekend. He was out for five weeks, and then came back and destroyed the Dragons. Yeah, like the Warriors game, he was the best on the field for the Sharks. He is.
0: Well, he he was the difference the other night between 100%, the two teams. He, 100%. he just he he broke the game open. He broke it open. He, he the Roosters didn't really have a response to it, and he just he took the game. Um, took control of the game and just sort of did things his way and
1: he's only he 's only going to get better
0: yeah like, he 's still learning this position yeah he's a great he's been a great signing for Cronulla, uh which leads mike to my next question yeah and we 're going to talk about it obviously closer we'll do teams in a few weeks but is he partnering
1: i can't like i was quest- i was i was critical cool of Jerome away last year mmm I didn't think he had a great series. Yeah. And we lost that series. We did. And a lot of it was made up of Panthers players. And everyone's like club combinations, club combinations. Yeah. But if you're serious about this team, and he's... Nathan is the best player in this game. Right now, he's playing as if not one of one of the top five to three best players in the comp. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. How can you not put him in a position where you know he's going to thrive? And his comments this week, where he came out and said, "I hate Queensland. I don't hate anything except Queensland. Mm. I just I want that passion, and I know he's going to be passionate about it because that's the type of person that he is. I just I I can't. I think they will pick Luai because they're going to be loyal and they want to have that club. I, I think it's a wrong decision though.
0: <clears throat> Cooper Cronk said on. 360, I yep. think it was, or his podcast with Maddie. He said, and I kind of agree with it, they lost last year, so he probably deserves one more chance. I like mm. probably like, which is also, he's a Queensland selector, so of course he wants to say that. But having said that, I think the, the club combinations have been proven to work. But we've won,
1: we've lost two out of the last three series, though. I know, I know. And those two have been the hard. Uh, like but Naples- well, I
0: didn't play in 2020 from memory. Uh, cody yeah. walker played
1: yeah true actually
0: but um yeah look uh the the problem i have and this was not the problem when freddie became the coach is we ended up with the new south wales team that people didn't like okay well by the time by the last year of laurie daly's coaching we ended up with sort of Why are they there? Why are we rewarding this again and again and again and again and again? The thing with sort of already the conversation about this team is no one really is... No, it doesn't seem like... And what is to be seen, but to be... Like we'll see, but at the moment, it does not seem like whoever is picked is going to have a state behind them. And that's the thing that I think is it's almost like you're sowing the seeds of your own self doubt when it's sort of like who will he, who should it be? Who should it be? And and this conversation is not limited to the six. It's limits it's also extends to sort of the back line and the conversations like the Swali conversation. Yeah. I think whichever way that goes will be polarizing.
1: Yeah, of course. I look, I I the way I pick the team is on form. Yeah. And I do reward players who have been there a long time. Like Teddy is going to be picked. Teddy might not be of in the best form, he but he's going to be the first player pick. Nathan could be he's in bad the captain. form. He's going to be one of the first yeah. players pick. Right? Isaiah Yo is going to be picked. Cam Murray is going to be picked. These are the guys who I Like there, are, there are certain players who are locked into this team if they are healthy and they are playing. Yeah. Right. But that's not the same for every every position. No. And
0: I mean the th- the thing about that spot was. Last year, the argument for picking Tupou over ado was height. And form. And form, right? Yeah. Now, I'm just waiting to see what the justification is going to be for picking Suali this year. I don't
1: think he'll get picked. I think it'll be Campbell Graham or Tupou. I think they'll either reward I think either
0: it. of them deserve it over Suali. I, I agree. At yeah. the moment,
1: he's not playing he's not playing well. Yeah. He's in a new position. Yeah. Which is not the position he'll play in origin, but he's not playing well. Yeah. So I understand that. The other thing is, you know, we're six weeks out. Who knows what happens? I know. We're already like, talking about Tom, it. Tom, Tom, Tom has already had back spasms. The trolls had, you know, a lingering knee issue. Yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. knows?
0: Um, Halfbacks.
1: Before we before moved to halfbacks, yeah. Jack Whiten also unavailable. Yeah, uh, has retired, ruled himself, out. ruled himself out from rep football. Uh, apparently, his justification was he wanted to focus. He's he's done what he can in Origin. He really wants a premiership. Up. He really wants Something a premiership. Something
0: is triggered in him, then he really wants a premiership. He wants to win a premiership. And look, good on him. Yeah,
1: I don't. I I wouldn't have picked him in my blue side anyway. Oh, he's, he did you know, himself a favor. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So look, it's a it's a burden off Freddie's back now. There's not that you know. There's one less person that you have to have a headache over because he would have been a headache for. But that it sounds
0: her. like Freddie already knew about it, so it was just a nice circus yes. for Freddie. Yes. Um, yeah. Now there's talk about Wayne has really been speaking to. Um,
1: yeah, apparently the Whiten. the worst kept secret is that Whiten's gone to the, uh, dolphins. the dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Because Raiders have offered him a contract, and he. I wonder what they're.
0: Pay- I wonder what they're paying him though, because Wayne was always adamant. You know, we're not going to just go out and spend the money. We're going to wait for the marquee player. Is he the marquee player? I
1: think. He, I think Wayne might consider him that.
0: Yeah. Where does he play? Center,
1: six. I would say six. Yeah. I would say six. It'd be interesting to see what they do with mm. Kato or Sean O'Sullivan. What happens there? Yeah.
0: Poor guy. Mm. Um, Halfbacks.
1: Yeah. Yours. The other other big news this week is that, and it was announced before team lists were announced at 4 o'clock today, about 2.30, Trent Robinson has wielded the axe and Sam Walker has been dropped from this week's team and Joey Miner will play six for the Roosters, pairing Luke Keery in the halves. Yeah. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I said at the very end of the podcast, Sam Walker has only missed six tackles all year. So after five games, he missed eight on the weekend. Uh, our problem is our halves aren't taking the line on enough. And they're both trying to make plays for everyone else, but not being aggressive enough. And I think that what Trent wants... Uh, I, I, I. This is what I'm thinking. Watching, having watched every single second of every single Roosters game this year, we want someone who's going to take the line on, and this gets Joey the ball in his hands a lot more than what he is playing out in the centres. Will it work? I don't know. But in 2017, mm. Trent Robinson dropped a promising young player mm-hmm. to reserve grade. Yeah. He's now the fullback for South Sydney.
0: Is he? hmm Okay.
1: Yeah. So this has worked
0: before. So Manu's coming to South. <laughs> Sam Walker's coming to South. No, look.
1: I- I, I, I've seen him. Do- so when I saw this, it didn't surprise me. And Sam's a young player. He's going to bounce back In from fairness,
0: this. In had had an awful 2016 for the Roosters where they pretty much lost...
1: That whole year was all that whole for us. year,
0: and like no wonder his confidence was shattered. Look, Mike, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is—he's the scapegoat. Yeah, he is the scapegoat, and this was a problem last year for you guys, your halves. It took you like ten weeks to sort it out last year. Well,
1: last year they had Curie at seven, Walker at yeah. six. They'll play on different sides of the field. Yeah. Then they switched back, and we went on that big run at the end of the season.
0: It's not very settled.
1: No. I think we're trying to, you know, spark something here and there. And I think we were 3 and 3 heading into Anzac Day. Oh no, we were 2 and 3 heading into Anzac Day last year. I think. And lost. No, we were 3 and 3 and you lost. You lost. Yeah, 3 and 3 and lost. Cuz there's a bye this year and we've had a bye.
0: Where does Yeah. I mean the combination you really need to be testing is Manu and Walker.
1: Walker. I agree. I agree. But
0: and almost playing Kiri as a fourteen.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know whether that will happen because I can't. Kiri, I don't think he can defend in the middle. I think no. he's too small to
0: defend in the middle. How old is Manu?
1: He is twenty six. Yeah. I I I think eventually we get to Walker and uh, Walker and Manu in the six and seven. We'll yeah. see what happens. I, I think Kiri's got one Spoiled more year for choice. In his contract.
0: Spoiled for choice. Yeah, must, look, must be nice. We haven't been playing well, must so be we nice. need we need to
1: try something and. We gave away more penalties last week than any other team has in the six-again era.
0: So, Oh, poor Roosters. All right, let's get into it. Yeah. Tipping. Mm -hmm. Clive came into my office today at work to tell me he's on top of the ladder. Seven. Did he get seven?
1: I think he got seven. He got seven. Mm.
0: You know who let him down?
1: The Dragons. No. Uh, Storm? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think there said. was there was three games this week that flipped the tables a bit, and it was it was a couple of people, a lot of the people who got seven tipped uh, sharks or Manly, yeah, or uh, I think what was the other game? One person tipped both of them, but tipped the Dragons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Why? <laughs> it's, it's kind of their uh, own fault. No, so Clive <laughs> came into my office and told me the secret to his success in tipping this year: not listening to me. Tipping the track. <laughs> it's not tipping the dragons. <laughs> uh Paulson George. Um, okay, so Clive is on top after a really slow start to the season. Uh, yours truly also up there with Jono, Brendan, Joanna, Paul, Diana, PNT, Mark Val, and Katzi round out the top 10. Uh, 11th and 12th, are Tony and Michael Corbin. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yep. How about that? Yep. Um All right, Thursday night, South's host Penrith. They're meeting for the second time this year. I feel like we only ever play Penrith. And each match traumatizes me. South's have won one of their last 10 against the Panthers, that one being the first week of the finals in 2021. Um, Penrith coming off a five-day turnaround. South's have had a week to prepare for this. Uh, South's moved to their new training facility this week with the first session on Monday uh, at Heffron Park. In for Souths, uh, Lovett, Thompson, Karapani, Michael Cheekham is back in the starting lineup. And uh, Keon um for Penrith, big out with Liam Martin. I can't tip Souths. I just can't in this game. Like, it's just not possible. Kolomatangi um, is a huge loss for us. So Cheekham comes into the side and Isaac Thompson returns from his ankle injury. For Penrith, Sorensen replaces Martin. And Lindsay Smith has been called onto the bench.
1: Uh, I thought Jai Arrow was awesome. Yeah, he was. Really, really good in his return. Not his usual spot. There is one thing that really worries me about South Sydney, though. Tell me. No one wants to catch a bomb. Yeah, I know. Not one person wants to catch a bomb. Everyone is scared. And when you have Nathan Cleary on the other side, it gets scarier. What is wrong with your backs? catch the <laughs> um,
0: you know what you know what i hate about these matches mike that we're in it okay yeah. we are in it But it's always, we are in it and we're competitive, but we just feel in this game, our job is just to let Penrith have the ball the whole time and we're just going to tackle them and we're going to stay in our own half and we're not going to touch the ball and then we're going to give our fans false hope in about the 68th minute and then up until the 78th minute, I'm texting you saying, we could have been in this if we had the ball earlier and had some possession and then finally we get some penalties and then in the 79th minute, we get our heart broken. Yeah. It's a really draining process after a while. I I, I just can't. It's... It's really... I didn't sign up for this kind of pain.
1: Our good friend Jack actually hates the stat that you read out before where you've won one of your last 10. He's like, everyone has lost one of their last... Everyone has won one of their last 10 against Penrith. They've been dominant for the last three years. You guys have just played them more. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing. But One of our
0: last 10 against them covers like three years. Yes, It's literally... Yeah. Kill me. Yeah, I'm tipping Penrith. Yeah, I know you are. I know what you're doing. Uh, Okay. Friday night, Eels host the Broncos in Darwin. I don't know why you'd take this game to Darwin. They did. They always do. Josh... I know. I don't know why. Josh Hodgson returns after missing Sunday's game against the Bulldogs. Hands goes back to the bench and Makatoos drops out. Bailey Simonson has served his suspension. is listed amongst the reserves. For the Broncos, Flegler and Oates are back. And Jensen goes to the bench. Palacia goes to the reserves. And Jesse Arthurs to 18th man. Oates hasn't played since uh, breaking his jaw in round two. Big game, this.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Para finding a little bit of form. Yep. Uh I actually think they
0: win this. The things you're seeing with the Broncos? Yeah, like I just... Defense I, is I think a bit be, scrappy.
1: Defense is a bit scrappy. I think this will be a close game. I just... I think that Parramatta... This is a game that, like, I think Parramatta need to win this game. Yeah. If Broncos lose, I don't think it hurts them too much. Yeah. Parramatta lose. I just can't consider them a top 18. If that makes sense.
0: It does. It does. Uh, okay. Saturday afternoon, 5.30, Bulldogs host Cronulla. Um, for the Dogs, Caraz is injured, as we know. So, it sees Casey coming to the side. And Braden Burns returns from an ankle injury on the upper wing. Avarillo and Andrew Davey have been named to play uh, despite their injuries against the Eels. And Ockenbohr has gone from the wing to the bench and Topine goes to the reserves. Uh, for the Sharks, Fitzy has stuck with the same 17. They got the job done last week. Fanukan has two more games on his suspension.
1: I was watching this game with a couple of Bulldogs fans, the Bulldogs-Eels game. Yeah. And they one, they hate Ockenbohr. Yeah. I don't know how he keeps on getting picked. I think it's literally because they are running. They've got so many injuries. It's ridiculous. And the player who's played the best for them this year, Caraz, now goes out for three to four weeks, which is just, it sucks. Yeah, it does. I'm tipping the Sharks because I think Nico Hines is just
0: going to carve them carve up. Carve them up. Yeah. Saturday night, Cowboys host Newcastle. Cowboys are in a world of pain at the moment. Uh, Cotto will start the game at lock in the absence of Tom Malolo, who faces six weeks off with a knee injury. Uh, McLean returns home from a hamstring injury. Uh, it returns from a hamstring injury and it sees Granville revert to the bench after playing what position last week, Mike? Lock. Prop. Hooker. Prop. Prop. Fullback. Who Second knows? row. Wherever. Who knows? Too many positions. Yeah. For Newcastle, Ponga returns. Mm. First time since round two in his 100th NRL game. Um, so Tyson Gamble moves to the bench. Man will start at lock. Croker goes to the bench and Brody Jones out with a quad injury. Um... Saif Jacob Saifidi returns from a four game suspension. Do we think that Ponga will start? Yes,
1: I do think he will start. Uh, I have, I've been really impressed by how determined and how, uh, passionate the Knights have been playing. Yeah. Uh, Greg Marju coming on the wing is just a meter eater. Yeah. One of those backs that just takes all the heavy hit ups, uh, Dom Young is can be hit and miss, but he can make electric plays out of nothing because of one, he's height, and two, he's insanely fast. Yeah. Um, Lachlan Miller has been awesome. Um, Ponga will only help with creativity. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been very impressed with nights, and I've been very unimpressed with the Cowboys. I don't know what's going on up there. I think that you know this young roster that had a. A tougher off season with rep footy and everything, and you know, didn't get to focus on on the basics of the game enough. Really struggling, so I'm going to tip the Knights. Also, that Newcastle crowd, like, is awesome, awesome, awesome. When Newcastle and Brisbane are playing well, yeah, those crowds are some of the best crowds in the NRL.
0: Yeah, even Parramatta the other day got a really good crowd. Yeah, um, yeah. So, good weather, a, people sund- enjoying their Sunday footy. afternoon footy. Mike. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's how so good. How many times that stadium at Moore Park has been open? What six months? And how many times have I said they need to have a game there religiously every Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon? It's the NRL should be trying to dominate. It's perfect fixtures at that venue. It is insane. It is insane. Yeah. Um. Okay, Sunday, Dolphins play the Titans for the first time. Uh, 2 p.m. game, Felice Kafusi returns. Jeez, this has been a while in the making. Four-game suspension. Uh, he's now back um, for Kenny Bromwich, who received a one-game ban for whatever that was on Tane Milan last <laughs> you week. That, you got that one wrong. Jared Wallace returns after a week out with concussion, so J.J. Collins shifts to 18th man. For the Titans, Brimson's been listed amongst the reserves as he closes in on his return from a hamstring injury. Jojo Fafita comes in on the wing with Sami going to the centers and Shoop dropping out. The two new faces are Thomas McKayley um, and Cleese Haas making his first appearance of 2023. Vuna and um, Isaac Fasuma-Ala'awi are the two players to make way. Titans haven't been bad. No. They're...
1: Look, they've had a couple of injuries as well. Obviously, yeah. four and Brinson out. It's eighth
0: Beryl's versus tenth. Beryl's I think it's going to be a out. high-scoring game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Or well, maybe
1: I. I thought the dolphins. Dolphins were really impressed in that first half. I think that Simbin shook them up a little bit. Yeah. Um. You guys came out of the half. They
0: dominated just, the first half. Yeah. They were just in so, such control. Yeah. As, I was impressed with what Nick Arim was
1: doing in the first half. It kind of fell off at the end there, but.
0: Like I, the the surprising thing in that game was it was actually Bromwich, like one of their more experienced who, leaders, yeah, who, who had the positive. brain explosion. Yeah.
1: I'm actually going to tip the Dolphins in this one, I think.
0: Yeah. Eighth first, tenth. Mm. Who would have thought? Mm. Uh, Okay. Sunday afternoon, the Tigers return after the bye and host Manly.
1: They got those two points.
0: Campbelltown Stadium. Dewey's out. Mike, this is terrible. It's out for the season. But as I said to you, I saw a a report somewhere. 16 weeks, 16 months. Months. Yeah. That's a lot. For his third ACL injury. It's a lot of time. So Waken takes over at Um, 5'8". 21-year-old Buller makes his NRL debut. Charlie Staines moves to the wing. Papoa into the centers. And Naden... Um, is out with a collarbone injury. Tommy Tellar returns from a facial injury and is joined by Dane Laurie, who hasn't played since round four. Bloor and Simpkin drop out. David Nofaluma is listed among the reserves. And for Manly, Schuster returns after missing three games um, with a quad injury while Garrick is back on deck. Tuolungi will miss the match for concussion reasons. Um, Bullimore replaces him. Kepi and Finu um, are on the bench
1: of Brookvale mainly stepped up for it. Now the Dewey injury as well. I think the reason why it's such a long—we normally see six to nine months for ACL. Your first ACL, you normally get the replacement for—you take a tendon from your hamstring. Yeah. Second one, you take a tendon from your patella. Third one, I have no idea where they take. You're running out of ligaments in that leg to take and replace your that ACL with. The less you know, sometimes. So that's so that's why it's taking so long, and it it, it's awful. It's awful. Um. Um. I'm tipping the Tigers.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. No, no, no. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This I'm has. The this tigers. has. Manly are primed to yeah. this up. Yeah. They're hundred percent. <laughs> so got the attention of the competition. This is like South's last year against yeah. the Tigers or yeah. Para. And You this know is what? One hundred percent. This is the game.
1: It's been a year since Luke Brooks also won his last game at number seven yeah. for the Tigers. No, I'm tipping is, the Tigers. This
0: is this is the one hundred percent. Dead serious. If you weren't going to say it, I was. No, I'm
1: tipping the Tigers. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that was my most smoky of the week. Is the yeah, Tigers
0: yeah. smoky? That's like a bushfire. Um, okay. Monday, no games. Tuesday, favourite day of the year. I knew would say it. Alliance okay. Stadium. Even though
1: we lose most times.
0: First game at Alliance. First first day at Alliance. Roosters home game this time. So, as we spoke about earlier, Manu to 5'8. Luke Keary to half. Sam Walker dropped. Momorowski is the new centre. Crichton makes his comeback and Nat Butcher is suspended. Tupano has been named to play. Nathan Brown's amongst the reserves and Fletcher Baker remains sidelined uh, for the Dragons. Just one change. Ben Murdoch-Masilla uh, in the pack, and Sua has made way for him. don't know why. but Yeah, I, I don't really know why either. Mike, there was a lot of try-scoring attempts last week that just went wrong in that game from both Dragons and Canberra. There yeah. was just a lot of holding the ball and not doing anything with it. Yeah. Having said that, The Roosters have been doing a fair bit of holding the ball and not doing much with it either.
1: At the moment, we cannot score. We are one of the worst attacking teams in the comp. Very similar to last year. Very, very similar to last year. I'm not going to tip the Dragons. I'm not confident, but I'm not going to tip the Dragons. I'm going to tip the Roosters. The Roosters are strong favourites in this game. Angus Crichton will really, really help. Satili Tupanual will really, really help. And Matt Lodge only played 20 minutes last week, coming back from that uh, smashed face. I think he will play a few more minutes this week as well. And T- Teddy needs to get involved. He's been quiet to start the season.
0: So it's round eight. Yeah. Roosters next five. Dragons. Yep. Warriors. Yep. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Panthers. Yep. Dragons. We should win four.
1: Yep. We should win four. And if we don't, it's, it's
0: bad. Yeah. Um... So, that's Tuesday afternoon. Michael will be there, I think. Yeah. Uh, Storm hosting the Warriors on Tuesday night. Meanies back after round se- missing round seven. Uh, so, Munster goes back to the halves. Big Nelson has been named to return from knee injury. Um, for the Warriors, Niukoro returns from a two-game suspension. So, Curran goes to the bench and to a... To Alpuki, um, to the reserves, Wade Egan was cleared to return from concussion, but the club have chosen to give him another week off. Good test for the Warriors.
1: Yeah, I'm going to tip Melbourne because I just think that, uh, although it happened earlier this year, losing two in a row, I just, uh, Craig was not happy with that performance on the weekend. Uh, Nelson's really going to help them because he he busts through that line, that yeah. defensive line. He, he allows... He when he breaks when he breaks that line, it just gives Harry Grant so much more room to move. So yeah, I'm going to tip Melbourne in that one.
0: So the Warriors' next three yeah are Storm, Roosters, Penrith. Should probably and then Dogs and then Brisbane. It's a very good indicator of where they're at, and then we're <sighs> pretty much at stretch, pretty much at Origin by then. Yeah, and which tough, is when they go on their run. Stretch. So. They win two or three and then get to Origin, in good shape. Mm.
1: There's a very tough stretch.
0: Uh, next Tuesday night, are we podcasting?
1: Should we do it Wednesday?
0: Sure.
1: Just because I don't even know if Team List will be out or anything. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what happens when there's games on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd broadcast live <laughs> from outside Alley.
1: <laughs> um. I, I might not be sober. No, I
0: <laughs> probably be less sober if they lose. And if we lose,
1: I, yeah. d- I don't want to come on here and, you know, have to bleep out everything. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you'd commit so I could roast you. Um, okay. So
1: going through. Yeah. You already tried to get me to talk about the Dragons being the bad team this yeah, week. Yeah. I know. I said no. Uh, so Mike's
0: going uh, Penrith, Parramatta. Yep. Sharks to beat the Dogs, Knights yep. to beat the Cowboys. A few upsets here. Dolphins to beat the Gold Coast, Tigers to beat Manly, uh, Roosters and Melbourne. The cowboy, Cowboys favourites? Canberra have the bye. Cowboys are favourites. That's shocking.
1: Getting the benefit of the doubt for last year.
0: Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Right,
1: any final thoughts? I think that's it. That's
0: it. Magic round soon. Yeah. And then origin. Yeah. And then it gets cold.
1: Let's hope that we see less crackdown, less sim bins, a bit more open play.
0: Which game's going to Golden Point this week? Uh,
1: Sharks-Cowboys. Oh, no. Uh, Knights-Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, broncos
0: Broncos, Broncos. Eagles could. Dolphins-Gold Coast. Manly-Tigers manly
1: pa- manly could as well. It concerns me how sure we are that Tigers are winning this game. <laughs> like I, I, genuinely I, I, I did concerned. not think you, yeah, you'd Yeah, you have this same opinions. No, no, no. no, no it, just it's, like, interesting. Was, it's interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the mind boggles. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, that's well done.
1: It. As always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, and we will see you at a special time next Wednesday. Yep.
0: Uh, but for now, how good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? Thanks, guys.